let's not talk business. We always talk business. Can I tell you my good news? Stella asked, glancing from one friend to the other with a conspiratorial smile. Evelyn straightened with instant suspicion. What is it? She asked. A slow, radiant smile crept across Stella's bright face. I'm getting married. What? Evelyn leapt to her feet. What do you mean? Dale? Mildred asked. Stella pressed the backs of her hands to her flushed cheeks as if she needed something to keep her from flying. Yes, she said in a breathy voice. Oh, girls, it's so wonderful. He's wonderful. He's, he's just everything I have ever. She broke off with another delighted shake of her head, unable to finish. She gave no childish giggle the way girls had at school. She didn't ramble about all of Dale's good qualities or fall into twittering hysterics. She just shone with a bright light that made her glow from within. Perhaps not all emotion associated with love is uncontrolled and controlling at the same time, Mildred thought in surprise. She always imagined that falling in love meant she'd have to give up parts of herself to the pandemonium and chaos of emotion. But Stella certainly didn't seem any different. Perhaps love is a manageable thing. Perhaps it's something that doesn't take over one's sense of self. She pondered the fact that everything she had once assumed about love wasn't universal. For Stella was certainly no worse for loving Dale. Despite Mildred's apathy toward all things associated with such unpredictable emotions as love and lust, she experienced a pang of jealousy. Dale was a wonderful witch and a talented guardian. He'd be a perfect husband, something she doubted she'd ever have herself. And marriage? It seemed so final so not what Mildred had envisioned for the three of them. What about their dreams of life in the castle as politicians? Mildred had just arrived. They had so much work to do. What does this mean? Evelyn finally asked, sitting so straight her spine looked like it might snap. The question encompassed so much and yet not enough. Mildred knew what the flash of fear in Evelyn's eyes meant. She'd seen it before on the day they found out Mildred would be moving. She felt it herself. Would all of their mutual dreams disappear? Would Stella leave the castle and not be part of their lives? They'd managed to keep the witch's oath and their friendship alive through the past years by sheer determination and sacrifice. But now they were adults, and life had become much more complicated. Stella's delicate eyebrows lifted her face into a demure smile. You're asking me if I'd leave my career and everything I've worked for at Chatham Castle? Yes, Evelyn cried in a passionate outburst. Would you be happy as a housewife? Would you be happy without Millie and I, screaming children and dirty diapers and, I want to be a council member one day, but I don't want to do it at the expense of living. I could never be high priestess. Forbidden from marrying? What about children? What about family? No, I shall live my life and have a career. Stella said easily, with a confidence Mildred envied. Look at Councilmember Terry over the Western Covens. She has a husband and two children. I believe it makes her a better council member. Since neither Evelyn nor Mildred knew what to say, and Evelyn made no attempt to hide her blatant disapproval, Mildred asked, When is the handfasting ceremony, Stella? In a year. We'll be handfasted the second month of next spring, back at home, 
when the cherry trees are blossoming, it will be lovely. No, Stella, Mildred said with a genuine smile and warm embrace, pushing aside all her logical fears and reservations so she could be happy for her friend. It won't just be lovely. It will be perfect. Perfect.